Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Dallas Travers, welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. This special episode is part four of our four-part Permission Granted series, and I'm really glad that you're here. Out of all of the episodes, this one is the one I had the most fun creating, so I'm super grateful to have you, and I hope that the lesson I have curated today inspires you in some way. So in a recent Hive coaching call, one of our members, I'm going to call her Jan, Jan was beating herself up for not moving fast enough. She's been in business for about six years or so, and Jan just really feels like she should be further along. Raise your hand if if you can relate. I've got my hand in the air. It's so easy to feel that way. And then another member, I'm going to call her Marsha. We'll stick with the Brady Bunch theme here. Marsha stepped in and she just shared this so eloquently and I will do my best to pass it along. But she reminded Jan that most businesses don't make it past their first year. So if it's been six and you're still here, that in and of itself is a big accomplishment. Marsha went on to really just call out this myth that is so perpetuated in the online space, the myth of hustle culture right? The myth of the overnight success, right? How many ads or webinars have you watched where the promise is like reach six figures in six weeks or less? And there's so much emphasis on speed, all the blueprints and the frameworks and the systems that simply copy other blueprints, frameworks, and systems. They all perpetuate this idea that worthwhile success must come quickly. And if it doesn't come quickly, you don't know the secret sauce yet. This is not real life, my friends. In fact, I'm very proud to say that I am a tortoise. I make fast decisions and I'm completely comfortable course correcting, but I I don't want to hit an overnight success. It's going to feel like an accident. I strive to build my business out in layers. It's why I've been in business for so long and why every year is more profitable than the next. Because what I aim for is sustainable, repeatable success that doesn't burn me out. It's also, this is what we practice inside the hive, and today is the philosophy I want to invite you to adopt as well. So in this last Permission Granted episode, we're going to talk about the slow burn. Because 90% of the successful coaches I know, they've been at this way longer than you think. The overnight success is the exception. It is not the rule. So if you ever worry that you've been at this for a while and your business should somehow look differently than it does, please take what I have to say in. You're right on time. You're right on time, and we're going to bust through this myth today, and actually, I'm going to do my best to make a strong case for the slow burn. 
Okay, really quick before we dive in, if you have not yet reserved your spot for permission granted, press pause, go do that now. I am so super proud of what my team and I have put together, and I really want to see you at this three-hour roll-up-your-sleeves-and-get-to-work workshop. So you can grab your spot at permissiongrantedworkshop.com. This class is really designed for coaches who want a rock-solid foundation for a values-driven and profitable business, especially if you aren't a business coach, right, and you're tired of holding yourself back you're not a TikTok star or maybe an oil tycoon with a massive ads budget laying around. The link to join us for this extraordinary event is permissiongrantedworkshop.com, and I am crossing my fingers to see you there. We are holding a spot for you. Okay, so let's talk about the slow burn. I am going to tell you a little story about blackberry picking, and I promise it completely relates to your business. So I live in Portland, Oregon. And there is this wonderful organic farm out on Savi Island, which is an island like in the, in the middle of the river here in Portland. The farm is called Bella Farms, and we love, we go to their harvest festival. We go there, I don't know, probably six times a year. We just really, really love it. So a couple of weekends ago, we went out for blackberry picking. When we arrived, the woman handing us our baskets, right, and showing us a map of the farm, she said that there aren't a lot of blackberries. They've been pretty well picked over, but if you're going to find some, here's where the only good blackberries are. And she put an X on the map, and it was basically like this, this front corner of the blackberry field. So, all right. We trekked out there, and we were looking, and there were just zero blackberries there, none she was wrong, right? She didn't have the full picture. Her information was outdated. Who knows? But the instructions we received were not helpful. And we could have taken her word for it, right? Easily given up. Well, let's just go and get our burgers and fries, which is really why we like coming out here. <laughs> it looks like the blackberries are all gone. We could have just gone home, right? Or changed course or started over. But instead, we just kept walking deeper into the field, and before too long, it was blackberry central. There were ripe blackberries everywhere that had clearly been overlooked. So a lot of coaches try on a strategy, and they do it for a bit. And when they get to the, the X on the map, right, and it doesn't look exactly the way they were promised it would look, Instead of course correcting, instead of walking deeper into the field, they give up on that strategy completely and go and try something new, which we could have done. We could have harvested some corn. We could have harvested some pears, but I really wanted blackberries, okay? This behavior, this starting and stopping and jumping from one plan to the next, it grows out of the misbelief that success worth having must come quickly. Our industry perpetuates this idea, and frankly, it's a lie. So instead of starting over, instead of ditching blackberries and going over to pick pears, it's just time to course correct, get curious, dig a little deeper. And we do that by looking at data 
instead of falling into drama. We'll get to that in a moment. I'm going to leave you with three crucial lessons that we talk about a lot inside of the hive. But first, I've got more to this BlackBerry story for you because I know you tune in to this show to hear me talk about berry picking. Okay. (laughs) So here's the thing I was most struck by in the BlackBerry fields. Once we found this hidden overlooked area with just an abundance of berries, uh, it was so interesting to me because I would look at a cluster of berries, sometimes eight, sometimes 12, sometimes even, you know, 16 berries in a bunch, all hanging off of one branch. Some of these berries were were pink. They were lighter than raspberries. Others were actually overripe and had fallen off the branch, and still others were just perfect. So a dozen or so different berries on the same branch with the same exposure to sunlight, to water, to all of the other elements, and yet they all ripened at different times. Some of them just developed a little more slowly. It didn't mean that they weren't going to get there just meant they were on their own path. So just because your business doesn't look the way you thought it would, it does, and it, or it doesn't look like everybody else around you, it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong, and it doesn't mean you're never going to get there. You're just a different kind of blackberry. You're just doing you. So instead of beating ourselves up about our pace, we have to really be willing to embrace the process and build on success by acknowledging it. That's what Marsha meant when she told Jan that six years in in business in and of itself is a massive accomplishment. If we can't own that, it's hard to move forward because pretty soon we're just carrying so much weight. Yet when we acknowledge our successes, I know in my own life, I just move forward so much more swiftly than when I judge my progress. Okay, so believe it or not, I have yet another blackberry picking analogy. I promise this is the last one. But I was really inspired by this trip for some reason. Okay, so as I mentioned, in one cluster of berries, they'll be at all different levels of ripeness. If a blackberry is not ready to be picked, that thing will not let go of the vine. So there were a lot of berries that looked like they were ready, and when I tried to pull them off the vine, they would not budge. It was really interesting how many berries, when I first started picking, I pulverized by trying to force them off the vine, but those little suckers were not going to go until they were ready. So in the beginning of our adventure, harvesting was really slow going. Because not all the berries were ripe, we were looking in the wrong spot, right? Ones that looked ripe weren't, and so then I just squished them, and then it was a waste, and I had stained blackberry hands, right? I squished more berries than I added to my basket, and it was really messy. Yet, the more I paid attention, the more skilled I became at first being able to pull them off the vine with ease, Instead of effort, this might be too much information for you, but I learned to kind of talk to the blackberries and ask them if they wanted to come. (laughs) And pretty soon it was very easeful, right? Instead of all this effort in the beginning. And the more I paid attention, the more skilled I became at actually being able to identify the ripest berries just by looking at them. 
So here I am talking about giving ourselves permission to go slow. But here's what happens when we give ourselves permission to go slow. By the, it was less than an hour. It was probably 45 minutes. I myself had harvested a full flat of blackberries. That's 10 pounds of blackberries. I have way too many blackberries. <laughs> I need to learn how to make jam. I've got so many blackberries. That was, I was so super productive when I let go and allowed myself to go slowly because when we go slow, when we're willing to go slow, believe it or not, that's often the most efficient and quickest path to the results that we crave because the time, the focus, the trust, not patience, I'll talk about the distinction between those two things in a moment. Those things are what we need to cultivate in order to reach mastery. Mastery does not happen if you're an overnight success. So it doesn't happen instantly, but it happens so much more swiftly than this pattern of starting over again, again, and again. But by buying into this idea that success worth having happens swiftly, we cut ourselves off from learning from our own process. And it's the learning that leads to thriving. So let me talk about trust versus patience. I'm not a fan of patience for like valid reasons and then not so healthy reasons. But in business, for me, just be patient implies passivity. And I want myself, I want you, I want all of us activated in our business. So patience is kind of like going to the dentist office. You go, you check in, you sit in the waiting room, combing through expired magazines until they call your name. There's not much, there's not much I can do at the dentist office. I wait, they call my name, and then I get to come forward, right? Trust, that's what it looks like when we ask for referrals, when we refine our marketing, when we go live every week, even if nobody's watching, when we build out our email sequences, when we do our market research to design courses, when we reach out to do lead magnet swaps, all of these practices we live by in the hive, those happen riding on the energy of trust. We trust in the outcome, therefore we're willing to do the work. We cannot cultivate trust, right? It's, I guess we can, but it's so much easier to cultivate trust in action. But we've got to cultivate trust through moving slowly enough to learn along the way. Okay, so I promise that was the last BlackBerry story of the day. I want to share three key lessons that we actually talk a lot about inside the hive. And my day in the BlackBerry fields, they really reinforce the power of each one. So I'm going to pass those along to you. But first, just one last quick reminder about permission granted. I apologize ahead of time. There will not be any talk of Blackberries at this workshop, but I will try to make up for it <laughs> with some hands-on work together to help you Embrace slow and steady because it's actually much quicker than you thought. Help you make decisions from your values instead of just reaching for the next strategy, but also teach you the ripple effect system so that you can build your business out in layers and let this be easy and prosperous for you. So the link is permissiongrantedworkshop.com. Okay, so now for these three lessons I want to leave you with. Number one, what we seek is data, not drama. 
I always try to shout out Courtney Foster Donahue because she is the clever person who um, shared this with me when I first heard about it. So making decisions from a place of data rather than drama. Oh my gosh, I promised no more Blackberry analogies and here I go. I'm going to go back to one. So remember I talked about the woman at the farm gave us a map and said, this is the only place to go for Blackberries and she was wrong, right? The drama around that was, oh, we drove all this way. This is how we were going to spend our Saturday. What are we going to do now? Nobody here at the farm knows what they're talking about. On and on and on, right? The data was, okay, there aren't any blackberries here, but there's a whole field of blackberries behind us. Let's go find out if it's true there are no ripe blackberries left. So looking at data instead of, getting, instead of getting stuck in our story is the thing that helps us really grow. So what are some data points? Number one, your values. I'm a bit of a broken record here, but I am all about helping you build a values-driven business. So does your business not just align with your values, but amplify your values. Is your business an expression of your values? When you're faced with a choice, which one lines up most with your values? We talked about that in the last episode. Another data point, believe it or not, are numbers, right? Metrics, such as conversion rates. How many people who come into discovery sessions become clients? Engagement rates. How many people comment on your Instagram posts when you ask them to reply in the comments with feedback? Your email open rates. Your webinar attendance. How many, when you pitch yourself to podcasts, how many times do you have to do that before someone says yes? By tracking all of these numbers, now we get to set mini goals of just improving these metrics. Right? So now there is no failure, right? We're just constantly course correcting and improving on our metrics. So you got to track your numbers. Data point number three is your calendar. Does your calendar reflect the life that you want? Your calendar does not lie. So looking at your calendar will really reveal where you have resistance, where you're unrealistic about how much time things take, where you are most comfortable and thriving, how balanced your marketing is with your service delivery, whether or not you probably need to hire help, all of that information is pretty um, pretty accessible when you really look at where you spend your time. Two more data points, client feedback and progress. That tells you a lot. As coaches, we need to consistently gather feedback the good, the bad, and the ugly from clients so that we can continue to improve how we serve others. And then lastly, I'll call it your bucket. That's what my husband calls it. With our daughter, he talks about like filling your bucket or emptying your bucket, right? Being kind or not. So your energy or your bucket, how uplifted and energized and sparked are you when you're implementing different things in your business? I know that sounds really squishy, right? How can your energy be a data point? Isn't that drama? I don't think so. (laughs) I think we can, we're in business so that we can do things our way. So pay attention to what feels good and lean in there. 
Okay, so that's lesson number one, data, not drama. Lesson number two, you cannot build on success you don't acknowledge. So you're right on time, and you're right on time all of the time. If you're still here, that's what matters. So can you build on even the smallest successes? You know, uh, every Monday I go live on Instagram, and every Monday I'm so proud of myself for going live on Instagram because I had so much resistance around that for so long. And it's not like going live on Instagram has changed anything. But for me internally, keeping my word with myself has been huge. You cannot build on success you don't acknowledge. And then the third lesson is we're here to learn as we go. That's the point. It's also the value of having permission to go slowly. Because slowly isn't actually that slow. It's just steady. And that's what I want for you. But we have to embrace the fact that as online business owners, we're learning in public. We're learning in front of people. And the only way we really learn is through implementation. So being willing to show up to the Blackberry field and figure out the most efficient way to pick berries. I can't, I could read about that or I could go and do it. So how much are you doing it? And how much are you preparing to do it? There's a difference. All right. Well, thank you for humoring me and my Blackberry stories. Um, I hope they were inspiring to you. And again, I do hope to see you at the Permission Granted Workshop. We're hosting three of them to accommodate different schedules and time zones. So September 22nd is workshop number one. It's at 9 a.m. Pacific. Workshop number two is at 2 p.m. Pacific on the 23rd. And then a Saturday morning workshop on the 25th from 8.30 Pacific until 11.30. You can grab your spot at permissiongrantedworkshop.com. Thank you so much for listening to this show and supporting the podcast. It means a lot to me. And here's to the slow burn. Have a good one.